<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Okay, what's up, good people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. This is the season three finale, these holidays. And this year, going from 2020 to 2021, I'm not saying it's been bad, but it has been a roller coaster. And... I appreciate everyone rocking with us and being with us throughout this season. And I just had this urge and I wanted to close it on the way of having family on, but you know, it was better having my podcast family and everything culture family come together on what it looks like. So something that's been on my mind, we're going into these holiday seasons and well, holiday season. And I'm seeing a lot of change going through the year. And I wonder how people are going to be taking these holidays. How do they celebrate the holidays? and what's going to be different from years past or what things we want to keep the same so you know we're going to be having guests dropping in dropping out and this is going to be a good conversation good listen a good watch welcome to everything culture love it man 25 items on my dresser yes sir i got stuck in pain it won't be a little hit but read a book you illiterate son of a bitch step up your vocab don't be surprised to these false accusations, they faking the shaking cause the money you're making bricks money on the dresser, drive a compressor, top notch, get the most. Okay, Victor. What's going on, man? What's happening, man? <laughs> <laughs> so what's been new in your world, man? Man, just been just been recording, just been dropping shows, then you know, got a birthday coming up, and then I'm like, my goodness, when you need people, people just all of a sudden, they just busy, you know how it is, just, you know what I'm saying, trying to make things happen, all of a sudden, people just busy, I know where got this going on, got that going on, I'm like, come on, y'all. It be like that, man, but, okay, but quick, Victor, shout yourself out, you know, this is Victor Jones, what you represent, Victor, where you from? Uh, what's going on, y'all? I'm Victor from the Liquor Talk Podcast. I'm podcasting out of Tampa, Florida. I'm holding it down here in Florida. Um, it's that Liquor Talk Podcast. Podcast, we talk about everything. Everything going on with the culture. Uh, we All the tough subjects, we're going to hit them. The more you drink, the better we sound. So get your liquor ready whenever you um, um, play Liquor Talk. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, we right there with you, baby. Mm-hmm. So... That's something I've been asking everyone. If you come into my spaces on Twitter and things, and something I want to bring you back over here to our um, Sunday night um, Sunday night caps is so Victor. You talking about people ain't there for you? How can we support you? How can everything culture support you? What can we do? 
I mean, if y'all want to hop on a podcast in December, we can we can make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you give me the date and time, I'll make it happen, brother. Hey, you got it, you got it. You know what I'm saying? So, I uh, said so we we'll talk we'll talk after we get done recording all. But yeah, we definitely can make that happen. Okay, good man. So. Um, I'm all for a good conversation, no matter what it is, you know, I come through once again, if I can support you in that way and something else, let me know. That's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so the holidays, you know, this is the, today is the 21st, I believe, um, of November. Soon, you know, we, we're going into the, the Thanksgiving, the Christmas, the new years, the new year's Eve and all that. So what do the holidays mean to you? I mean, the holidays is a time to reflect and um, and a time to prepare for something new. And also, me personally, it's also a time for me to celebrate another birthday because my birthday is right in between the holidays. The Sag. Yes, I'm a Sag. But I'm not the prototypical Sag that y'all hear about. You know, I think I'm the way on the other other side. But I say I just feel like the holidays is just time to spend, see your family, enjoy people. You know. And give back if you can. Oh, yeah. I think you touched on a big part. Um, family and giving back. That's something I know I have to really reflect on. You know, um, well, you may not know, but I think you understand. If this is a time that I look forward to as a kid every year, it's like, man, I get to see all my aunties and my cousins and all that. So for you, do you spend time with your extended family or just mainly your intimate family? immediately um sometimes it's made just the intimate family because sometimes the extended family don't know you exist sometimes and mm -hmm. they always say the phone works both ways but i'm like when you're busy as hell you're not about to sit down and try to reach out to so-and-so i'm like they can reach out to me too so yeah it's that whole uh <laughs> do you text twice you know do you double text it's, it's sometimes i think that started with family um mm -hmm. i know with my family i reach out it, it, like even right now it's like something that I, I, don't, I don't really try to guilt them for it because i can get busy sometimes so uh, i absolutely understand how life takes us but during these days i really try to let family know hey we are appreciate it just like any other day you know it, it, it's kind of like we don't want to wait till the holidays to show you i love you though but time when it, why is all of a sudden that spirit kicks in? That's something been a part of us since childhood. That's been the tradition, I would say. Um, but I'm seeing more and more. That's when hopefully more people join tonight, um, the in and out to see how this tradition goes off. You know, is it still the same? Do people still have that same feeling, or do they kind of hold resentment throughout the whole year, or they go keep that same energy during the holidays as well? So. That's something I'm finding out because even myself, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving this year. And I don't know if I went home for Thanksgiving last year or the year before last. This is maybe three years in a row. It's just been the wife and I, you know, so it's been a unique one. It's been a very unique one, but it's been a good one at the same time. No, I can I can definitely relate to that because the past couple of Thanksgivings, I remember one year I had a Friendsgiving and then the last couple years I just hung out with my sister and um her family and stuff so I never really went back home myself because sometimes it could be bitterness and also 
also protecting your mental health, you know, because it's like, do you really want to hear from that family member who always want got something negative to say about you? Or that one family member who's so damn nosy, you want to know what you're doing for your career and stuff. And also, then you have some of the cousins who, who they always got something to say. They always want to broadcast your business. So uh, sometimes you got to protect your mental health. So I get it. So, so I, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. I, I'm the I'm the polar opposite of that. Okay, I am that cousin. I'm asking. So what's going on within life? You know, what's happening with the kids? What's happening with your career? What how's how school going? I'm going to ask that. Um, and the reason why I ask that because I support at the same instance. Because if I don't know what's going on with you, how can I support you? You know, and I see your energy. That's respectable. But no, you know, you have some family members who just ask you those things just to be messy or to shine away from the BS going on in their life. That's why I was going with that. Now, I get where you're coming from. So I, that, that's a good point, too. That kind of that kind of showed me give me a little bit more appreciation to the family that I have, though. Well, let me mm-hmm. see. We got Bella is dropping through. Oh, it's been a long time. Let's see if she gonna give us face tonight. She is. What's going on, Bella? Welcome back. Hey y'all, what's going on? Oh my God, we chilling. Just having, just getting, having people drop in and drop out, talking about the holidays and what they mean to us and what kind of um, joy, hopefully they bring us or what type of feelings they bring us in total and what traditions we celebrate. Okay, keep talking. And I, and I know you're a holiday person. I know you are. You know, you you go all out for your stuff occasionally. So. I like the holidays. I do like the holidays. Okay, okay. So Victor's with Liquor Talks and Healy Express, and we was just touching on some nosy family members with ill intent at times. That, that, is, that, is that the appropriate thing to say, Victor? Yeah, you could go and you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> so I, I never consider myself a nosy family member. But as far as yourself, when what do you look forward to when you meet with family? Do you look forward to family coming coming towards the holidays? Okay, yeah. So I do look forward to seeing my family. We are a very um, extroverted family, so we are big on games, competitions. So we might have um, a dessert competition, and but it has to be from scratch. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. even if you're not a baker, you in there trying to figure out. How you gonna bake something? Um, there was one year for Christmas we did. I went to the store and I got um, five below hasm, and I got the same gingerbread house. But everybody had to decorate their gingerbread house. But what I do with the gingerbread house is I spend so much fucking money um, because I don't just get the decorations that come in the kit. I go and I wipe out like the whole cake decorating section because. You want to add stuff to your, you know, your gingerbread house. So we just have big competitions um, around the holidays. It's fun, you know, karaoke and all that other good stuff. See, look, look at that. See, it, it, Bella, okay, once again, y'all, excuse me, if y'all don't know who this is, this is Bella God. Um, yeah. Actually, our our featured guest for our season two finale. Yes. Yeah. And y'all make sure to check her out. Such a lovely spirit. And, you know, she's a huge supporter of everything culture. So we're a huge supporter of her. Um, and she's also a, is it safe to say a vlogger? Or, it is vlogging because it's videos. Yes, okay. it's a vlogger. Perfect. 
Oh, I'm gonna get, I know is is it Life Lust and Life Lies, and lies a real right. dating vlog. And that's what it is. Um, do you want me to say what it is real quick? So basically, um, at the top of COVID, I was on dating apps because one, I had just had surgery and I couldn't go out and meet people. And then two, we, the pandemic just started. So I was on dating apps and this man got on my nerves so bad. It was like a long ass pre-typed out answer. Like he was like, I like this, I like this, I don't like this, da, da, da. And you can just tell he had pre-copied and pasted it from his notes and he sends it to every woman. So I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling the way you're talking to me. Like, what, what's up? Like, answer a specific question or say something. Like, this is just too generic. Um, and then I just start, I turned on my laptop. You'll see the quality in those first few videos are horrible, but the stories are great. And as the season progresses, um my stories get better and the lighting gets better in our season two baby it looks like i'm you know oprah jr out here so um i have fun with that i'm on season two episode two just dropped i'm actually just dropping like one episode a month right now because mm. i edit all my own stuff um and i'm finishing up school right now so that's why like i got boards coming up in the end of december january all that good stuff so yeah, that's what that is. But my season one, this is the this was the fun part. Um, my season one premiere was me going back to men that I dated over like the past goddamn like twenty years. That was a wild um, episode. It was a wild episode, oh, yeah. and I was just like, "Hey, send a review of me and our you know little situation or whatever it is," and they sent it in, and I just had someone read it, and I just responded. To what they said some people ain't never had a holiday like bella had a holiday you know yeah yes yes so like it's speaking of holidays i know we're at, at, at thanksgiving and stuff so i was talking to him about pumpkin patches and certain things and what you don't realize for certain, well i didn't i do but i don't you know what i'm saying realize that and i'm like yeah pumpkin patch and activities blah 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 and he was like I only remember going to the pumpkin patch one time on a field trip. I'm like, nigga, you're 43. What do you mean? Like, you, what do you mean? Like, I'm not understanding. You didn't take your kids and da 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 da, da. But it's like, if a nigga didn't go, he's not going to take his kids. And I'm just like, it was. And, and, and that's why we do this right here. So you started. So coming up to, you know, Thanksgiving, what we call it. How do you and your family celebrate Thanksgiving? Give me a quick run. What do you look, do you look forward to this day? I do, but I don't. Um, now to this, this, this year, I'm, I look forward to it with a particular side of family. And I only say that because they're younger, they're more fun. It's not, let's just eat and sit and look at each other and, you know, be old or whatever it is. So um, with that side of the family, I definitely look forward to it. Like, you know how I am. So imagine 30 meets, and that's really what it is. Like, it's it's all in fun competition. Like, there's no mean-spirited, jealousy-type competition. Like, it's everything is fun. Like, let's roll these apples. Let's let's do X, Y, and Z. Okay, this one's for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well... Hold on, hold on. See, 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 you go. You, you, you move too fast for everybody. Now, see, you keep saying... I, you know, I know you because I do. 
I've been following you on Snap. We've been on, so I be seeing these events, y'all. Y'all don't see the stuff I see. So I'm trying to, we're trying to paint you a picture. Once again, if you don't know Bella, go listen to the makings of Bella God season two, you know, check out um, the makings of you, of course. But just once again, social media is such an interesting concept and what we have a tool, a resource because you're able to see how people celebrate and come together and have fun and the games, the screaming, um, the karaoke. And when, and, and Bella's not lying, when she comes together with her family, they are all lively personalities. You know, y'all, y'all, once again, y'all may not know that, but right. it, it's something that I actually see and, and it's something to appreciate that income because I also see other sides of the family. So um, comparing, you say rolling apples. What is rolling apples? I never heard of that before. What do you do? Game. So like if you take the apples and you like roll, like how they have the can game where everybody, you know, you put a $5 bill, $10 bill, 20, 50, 100, and then you, whatever you roll your apple on, that's what you get to get. But if you roll it off, you out the game all the way. You know what I'm saying? So you roll it on the table. She's talking like we know what this is. We, you, we both are interested now. Like I know, right? see that you know even with or cotton balls and and you know the the red solo cups it's whatever we create you know we're like all right pick a teammate you know and let's do it and it's just competitions of like blowing whoever gets this pack of 200 cotton balls by blowing them into the solo cups at the end of the table the fastest it's just like you know it's once you're drunk it's 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 hard it seems fun and then you realize how old you are, how much breath you don't have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just fun stuff. You know, I don't know. Oh, I love it. I love it. And this, once again, me being here in Seattle, we're not flying down. This would be the third year we're not spending. Yeah, we're. this would be the third year we're not going to Texas. And states. We got to, we, we're talking about inviting some folks over. We don't know who we're going to invite over. Because I'm a big extrovert, you know this, okay? And I love the games. I love, I love family. But man, them, them, I don't know what it is about Seattle and leaving Seattle. These tickets are dumb. Like when everybody's talking about, oh, it's so cheap to fly here to there. Look up Seattle. They're like, damn, why do y'all never have any discounts? I don't know why. It's just, I, it, it's, it's different. But yeah, I, I miss that. I really do. The the noise talking, the, you know, the hugs, the, not even I know it's talking, but just the interaction with family. And I've grown, you know, I'm, I'm 35 right now and I'm, the, I'm unk, you know, when I come around and seeing these kids, I'm teaching these kids how to play space. Uh, I'm, I'm teaching them more about, you know, structure and how to behave and, it's to that point. I'm gonna ask you how you doing in school, but they know I'm sliding them a hundred dollars behind everybody else back too. Right. I see. I see you doing well. Don't tell nobody else I gave you this. Okay. Right. Um. And it's just that it's because I because I once again that's I'm, I'm thinking of man for Thanksgiving and I'm looking at I, it's so much I want to talk about tonight and. Once again, thank y'all for being on. I don't know who, I, you know, my people jump in and jump out. I don't know how I go operate, but so many things I want to touch on because even the word Thanksgiving, you know, the, the term Thanksgiving and how we were raised coming up, Thanksgiving it was about the pilgrims and the Indians coming together, having a peaceful dinner together and blah, blah, blah. Well, lies. Yeah. You know, 
and I, I I I can't remember at what age I found out that was a lie, but it was like in my early twenties. You know, I'm like, oh, that, well, maybe I was in high school when I found out it was basically a massacre. You know, it was like the exact opposite right. what we were taught, and. Now, coming from the Black East Texas family that I come from, we never celebrated a damn thing about a pilgrim in my household. Yeah, we didn't either. Mm -hmm. it, it, and we celebrated being thankful for one another. You know, that's what it was, being that, that thanks of family, the thanks of food, the thanks of um, gathering. You know, that, that was the thing to be thankful of. But more and more, I grow and I... Um, I observe different cultures and backgrounds. And I'm like, I'm looking at what's it called the um, Native American uh, Heritage Day. You know, that's something that's been called. Now, I don't mind saying that, it, uh, but also I've been looking at a Native American morning, Indigenous Morning Day, yeah. and I'm like, man, I, I, that's something I don't mind even being called. But when we come together and have eaten, have a celebration, is that something? Do we stop those traditions? You know. That's something that I'm just, that's been on my heart and my mind for a while. And I wanted more people to discuss about it and think about it. But because if this was a day with black people, when we're talking to my folks, if something like this happened to us, would we want to celebrate this day? The way we celebrate it? <laughs> a lot of um, black people uh, state that, you know, we're not celebrating this white man's holiday. At this point, we're taking a free day. We're spending it with our family. And, you know, we tell our kids, a lot of our kids are more in tune to what it was. You know, what it, we're, we tell them straight up, no, these white people crazy as hell. You know what I'm saying? That's not what it was. And that's what, I just take it as a day. I get two free days. DC usually does. I get the day after too. Yes, yeah, so I get Thanksgiving and a Friday. Yeah. Uh, so I took I out Wednesday and Monday. I got this cute little, um, you know, three-day week, and that's that. Okay, love it, love it. And, and, and uh, but just like how they're going to do Juneteenth, that's, a, you know, I, I celebrate Juneteenth because the historical fact, and right. we talked about it on our 2019th episode, I think we mentioned, I know, I, I know we talked about it off air, you know, if I can, if we ever aired all our uncut information, man. It, it would be wild because I said, you know, Juneteenth, I feel like this should be like a Jewish holiday. Everybody shouldn't be able to uh, celebrate this. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you think of the history of like, and I cannot find the Juneteenth massacre to save my life. And I, I, I wish I can go back and find my papers I wrote in high school, but we didn't have, I wrote that by hand. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> like the youngest don't understand that. That was a whole like six page paper written by hand, but in cursive. But <laughs> different times but the main thing i'm looking at for this day not only the term because me being at work and the work i do i'm in people culture i eat hr and we're very careful in our wording and like man it's like like even for halloween like we have we have to say fall festival yeah but then because you know we got some christians at work and then i you know me doing my i'm a christian and me doing my education and doing everything everything in culture yeah i know the way the way um halloween set up now come from christianity the costumes come from christianity you know that right <laughs> so i'm like a lot of things come from christianity yes yeah, like a lot, the, a lot of things a whole lot of things and now the, the the paganism they they didn't even have all the things you dressed up as three different things but the religion would have and com really it's commercialism 
And but with Thanksgiving, that's one of the holidays that has no religious value in it. It's just being a day that was made up. And I, you know, I need to take more time to look into the day because I'm starting to find out more and more things have a deeper meaning, a deeper understanding. And it it, it usually relates to something else. And that's we don't know. That, that CRT, that's why they don't want that. Cause once they see critical race theory, yeah. So to, to get into that real quick, and I know you we're going back, but when you're on tick when you're on TikTok and you reach that person that's like, yo, there was there was a TikTok, this dude started saying, Hey, I found out X, Y, and Z about my family by doing 23 and me. And I didn't realize this, you know, we were slave owners and blah, blah, blah. So one person made a comment and it was like, oh, my grandfather, my grandfather helped lynch someone and he got a piece of his shirt as a souvenir. I saw that. I saw that. Grandfather. I was like, get the, what? I saw that. And like, but, and, and they don't want it to seem, they're like, oh, it happened so long ago. My grandfather... This nigga's still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's something going on right now that people are just finding out that Rosa Parks died in 2005. And I'm like, come But that's why we have everything culture. And that's why they said they play with people because all these pictures that are in black and white were black actually white. colored. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I absolutely understand. Hey, Tamara. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Hey, hey. Hi, okay. Welcome. We just we're part of the conversation. You know, once again, this is the season finale of everything, season three finale of everything culture. And we're just talking about the holidays coming into it. So, Tamara, tell us, you know, you most re, one of the most recent guests of everything culture, the the makings of Tamara. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, we're holding it down. Um, we're doing a little sip in. I'm talking to my man Victor. I'm catching up with my girl Bella. This is Bella God. She's season finale of season two. Lovely spirit. And we're just talking about, of course, as you see me talk about on TikTok and all around. Um, she's one of my TikTok peoples, you know. Um, how do you and I and I I know your your experience, I know your story. And if people mm-hmm. haven't listened to your episode yet. Um, may not know your experience growing up in life and you might have a different you know everybody have a different perspective on the holidays so what what do or what does um you know the holiday season I, I would like to touch on Christmas too but I think Thanksgiving can hold enough for us so what does this holiday mean to you um I that's, that's an interesting question because it has changed a lot over time like it it just has changed in the beginning um you know because i did grow up primarily in the foster care system um it wasn't like a huge thing for me per se um i probably only had like three or four years of staying with family where you know i was part of like the family collective thanksgiving celebration um, and there be also because there's a lot of trauma inside that home, like the holiday just wasn't really a huge thing. Uh, when I had my children, it became a really big thing um, because I wanted to be able to instill in them that, um, you know, security and, um, and, and create memories with them that, that they could uh, continue as they 
uh, developed into adulthood. And now they are in adulthood and they have their own children. And so not so big for me anymore. Like we, I probably haven't celebrated a whole, like we maybe have celebrated the past two Thanksgiving together. My son's 27, my daughter's 24. They have their own family. So they generally kind of do their own thing. Um, and it's a little different from like when the, the time period that I grew up where, you know, like everybody's at big mama's house and that type, like, I don't really mm. do that. You know, I don't, I don't. And maybe some of that has to do with like how I grew up, you know. And and, and thank you, by the way. Um, Cause you mentioned big mama's house. I was, I was just thinking of what, cause you know, with, um, with Christmas, you have Christmas movies you have christmas mm-hmm. songs you have all mm-hmm. these things going on but you don't have that much for thanksgiving i think for thanksgiving you have a lot of stuff for halloween but for thanksgiving and once again like i'm working on using uh native american or indigenous heritage day or indigenous morning day but you know you don't see to hear that many songs and you know things and it's just mainly good food and me being the fat boy in my heart that I am, that's why I'm so happy for it. I look forward to the food and the family. I look forward, like when I was a little kid, oh my goodness, the main thing, like if y'all listen to everything culture, which y'all really should, once again, I think I need to do some work tonight and move all this, I need to take all the season one and two and put it just on Patreon and just keep it just relevant to most recent season because season one, it was wild, okay? And every single episode in season one the question i would ask was dressing or stuffing so if that doesn't tell you how much i care about thanksgiving i don't know what else to tell you and i'm you <laughs> no the, the reason i said that is because i just recorded a men's only round podcast of liquor talk and both of the guys neither one of them like stuff, they complained about dressing stuff in cranberry sauce. They went in. I'm like, damn, I need, yeah. They went in. They went in on that, man. I tell people times, and it's outside of texture, which is your, your real personal preference. A lot of people don't like certain foods because they haven't had it made correctly. And that's really what. Oh. So outside of texture like that, you know, your own little weird thing, it's because you haven't made correctly. Niggas didn't like Brussels sprouts when they was growing up, but now that they know they can sprinkle some blue cheese and bacon on it or cook Love it in it. Love me some Brussels sprouts. Accurate. Uh, accurate. Wow. Wow. Your Brussels sprouts, you know what I'm saying? But when you was young, what no, did you no, do? No, you, you spitting right there because you, you, you said it in such a professional and kind and caring well, you did it a very PC way, and you're not always PC. I am yeah, so I, I understand, you know. What's this man name? So y'all might hear a little bit of audio. Let me be just real quick. Hold on. Let me click on this. Jordan the Stallion on TikTok. Okay. If y'all follow me, y'all done see me say it already. So hold on. Let me let me play what he played real quick. Let me know. Let me see. Say it because no one else is saying it. Thanksgiving food isn't good. 
Thanksgiving food actually is pretty bad. Okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna start with turkey first. Okay, can we stop all pretending like we like turkey? Can we stop all pretending like we're looking forward to turkey? We don't. Turkey is dry. Turkey is dry. It doesn't matter who makes it. It is dry. It is. It is it's like if you were getting in a chokehold and there's a Popeye's biscuit in your mouth and you're watching an episode of Seinfeld. It is bone dry. Second, cranberries. Who decided to make it a sauce? You should have left it alone, right? Third, stuffing. What is it? I don't want it. I don't want anything that has to get stuffed into something in my mouth. I don't want that, right? Fourth, right? Mashed potatoes. I want fries instead. Get that mush off of my plate okay also mac and cheese it's the only acceptable thing on the table but even then there's a specific type of mac and cheese that you get to eat right and only a rare people can make it you get what i'm saying and nine times out of ten people disappoint you okay also you have to wait for everyone to get at the table to eat i don't do that slow feet donating i'm a hungry guy there's a reason that's enough of that that's enough of that okay angry and they cannot cook that's what hey he's hungry and when he's recording that he's hungry but, but, but wait, bro. when he said stuffing, That's... I knew instantly, <laughs> I knew instantly Hold he on. had not had the right experience. So this is exactly what's my response. Okay, this is my stitch. Hold on, let me let my man Greg in here, man. So this is my response to that because I was going to say it. I'm going to say it because no one else is saying it. Thanksgiving food isn't good. Thanksgiving food. I... So this is the attention you want. I like you, man. I really do. I've been following you. <laughs> you so much energy, so much compassion, gusto. You know what I mean? But right here, that's what we're not going to do. This is what you're not going to do, okay? It's besmirch Thanksgiving food. Because at first, I want to like just say, F this man and unfollow by. I want to listen. I want to have growth. That's what we do here with everything culture. And when I heard you say stuffing, that's all I needed to hear, brother. You never had a genuine Thanksgiving meal from the side. Because we don't eat stuffing, we eat dressing. Have you had a Greenberg turkey before? That sweet potato pie. Is your cranberry sauce out the can. Ocean spray, please. So I would like to invite you to Thanksgiving dinner at my crib, because your people can't cook. Hey, just like that. Your people can't cook. Just say that, bro. This ain't your people can't cook. That's all I'm saying. Instead of doing all that other energy, oh, uh, was it Jason Stalin? Hey, man, your people just can't cook. It's all love, man, but your people can't cook, man. Like you said, you wanted fries over mashed potato. That showed me you guy, but you may be a little childish. It's okay. But saying, you and you said stuffing. Stuffing. Who the fuck eats stuff? Like, if you still out here eating stuffing and you black and you, like, I don't even know white people to eat stuffing. You know, that's my, <laughs> like, like, and it's, once again, and, you know, and, and Bella's from, you know, if y'all listen to the episode, she's from Prince George. That's the South in my, if, say, yeah, PG, Maryland, I say Baltimore, but, um, <laughs> not the same. But when I tell you, like, I consider that the South, like, if you in Maryland, you the South. If you look at the line, that was considered the South before, but either way. Um. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I said, Greg. Greg, man, come on in here, Greg. Man, you, you, you got some things going on, but welcome, baby. Only stuff <laughs> Thanksgiving on Hello. See, and that, that's another thing you did. Like, man, see, Bella, she has a line of traditions, like, and that she does with her family and coming together and like arts and crafts, karaoke. Even though that's the only the only time I tap. Past Bella's during when she's doing her karaoke. I love it. Like, I love everything, but I'm like, oh Lord. She, Cause she be, but hey, I support it though. I support it in a different way. Y'all, and I cannot sing. But I love 
karaoke, and it is it is what it is. So. And I'm a, and I'm I'm the type of guy that I, I will I will boo the children's choir. Okay, I'm that type of guy. Like I don't go. I would show up late, but I would miss that church Sunday. I would miss church that Sunday if the kid the kids singing. Okay, I come back. They doing what? Oh, and shout out to my YouTube people. I am so sorry. You eat stuffing, Mimi. See, Mimi, you from Canada. See, okay, okay. Let me break it down. Oh, me. Let me let me talk to you, Mimi. Okay. <laughs> Stuffing is that dry shit, okay? You know, nobody like nothing dry. It's not, there's not anything in this world that I believe people appreciate something dry, okay? Now, stuffing is dry. Once again, dressing, it has moisture to it. You know, it ain't, it ain't sloppy wet, but it got that great feel to it. Can you hear that, okay? Um... It, it, you usually put a Cornish hen. That's how my family do it. I don't know how other people do it. That's how they get a specific Cornish hen, certain size, like about this big, okay? You put that thing in the middle, you know, but you got to spice. It's almost it's like, it, once again, it could be it's stuffing, but it's dressed up. That's why I was talking. You dress it up. You know, you make it. You know how we do. You know how we, people in the South, we always have to make things a little extra. And that's what dressing is, a little bit extra stuffing. And it's so much better. I did not have stuffing in my life until the age of 20. No, I was 30. This is maybe four years ago. So I'm maybe 30, 31. And I was appalled. I was just, I thought stuffing and dressing was the same thing. It is not. It is not. And it is just something to take in heart that you got to appreciate your people. Dressing sound delicious. Stuffing sound like you actually got to think about chewing. You do. You do. Hey, man. Hey, we here, baby. We here. But I'm just telling, like, because Mimi, uh, and this is Mimi. Shout out to our YouTube chat. Shout out to really TT for being the awesome moderator that she is. But when I tell you, I look, I, man, my fat ass just looks like. So I want everybody, <laughs> give me three things, y'all, three food items that you used to look forward to for Thanksgiving or still look forward to for Thanksgiving or this day of celebration or this day of recognizing with family. Macaroni and cheese. Mm. Dressing. Mm. And green. And green. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 My answer is a little bit longer. So what happens is on Thanksgiving, my auntie, she makes pies, but she don't just make pies, she makes pies from scratch. Right. So she up first and starts making her pies. Then my grandmother come into the kitchen at a later hour. Ooh. So I'm gonna start with my pie because it has been fights over pies. Cause it's like, you've got the last pecan pie. You got the last, you know what I'm saying? This pie, it's been fights over pies before. So I'm gonna say pecan pie because it's fresh. Like it's that fresh, straight out the oven made you know, a couple hours ago type pie. I'm definitely gonna, gonna do that. I love dessert. But I will say, um, yeah, like, so we're spoiled, my duck. And I'll I'll say for a side, like my sweet potatoes or something like that. Like, but all that shit good. All, dressing, all that shit bang. Love it. See, I, you know, I, I already went to the chat on YouTube. I like, she just said pecan. Like, and I, but the I only- the only time you can say, say pecan is in the pie. But anything else, we say pecan, okay? <laughs> like, 
Victor, what you got for us, man? Give us your three. Man, listen, we got the rum cake. I'm going to stick with the dessert. That rum cake, man. And it's made from scratch. Man, come on, talk to me. And also, we got to go with the honey baked ham. That's also, that's made from scratch as well. And also, and I got to say, I know somebody else said this one, but that it's something about that macaroni cheese, though. You know, something about it. You know, when they make it just right, talk to me. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, Greg, if you're here, man, you can dive in. I, and if everybody in the chat, if you want to be here for it, hey, we're here for it as well. Man, you know, I may switch over to YouTube. This Not YouTube, but Facebook. Because I've been delayed. I've, I've, I haven't been bringing the love to Facebook, you know, for a long time. Okay, and I have been drinking. So let's see. Bread crumbs does not belong in mac and cheese. No, hell no. I never had bread. I don't know what they... It's not bread crumbs, but I have had, like, something... That was good. That it wasn't breadcrumbs though and mac and cheese, but it was hidden. So well, I think, um, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. That oh, cheese and um yams mixed. That's that they mixed together in the pan and baked it together. Y'all oh, see? That looks so nasty. So what hold on, say that again. It looks crazy. Like you know how you when you get your plate, you put your mac your mac and cheese next to, you know what I'm saying, your yams or sweet potatoes, whatever you call them, right? You put them next to each other, next to the college. Somebody had made a pan that was already pre-mixed. And we're like, that's not how you do that. Cause I got to do my own portions and they just fucked it up. So I was like, I mean, y'all fucked up. It's supposed to be together. We want them to touch, but we don't want them. Hold on, 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 hold on. Mimi, what is Mac pie? Like. I hope this ain't what Bella's talking about. Like, is this something? This is part of you know. Once I'm not trying to shame nobody else's culture. Mac pie. Mac pie. Looked like it was about to be macaroni and cheese, but then it went pie. So I'm just I'm just curious. What's mac pie? mac pie? So maybe it's a typo. I don't know. It may be the typo. But so I like my three things. That I have to put in. Yeah, premix is out of pocket. I, I I've seen I've seen I've seen these videos on TikTok. And I knew what's that big black dude that got canceled recently for stealing other people's stuff and all that. He was a chef. I cannot think of his name. He's he he did the whole like he be doing like different stuff that black he he be doing too much, you know. Like go and sit down. We don't be doing nothing like that, player. But yeah. I know who you're talking about. His name is just not coming to me. I know you. You know, got Husky Black Brother. I cannot think of his name. Yeah, the Husky Black Brother that put some. I saw. I forget what he made. I'm like, oh, bro, are you serious? You don't need all that sugar in that. You don't even need sugar in that. Nah, they do put a lot of sugar in yams, though. Unfortunately, and <laughs> so okay, okay. Thank you, Mimi. Mimi from YouTube. Um, Mimi from uh, oh my god, a shot. Oh, a shot of melanin podcast. Um, they instead of calling it mac and cheese, they call it mac pie. Never heard that before. Once again, Mimi is a black sister from Canada, you know, born and raised. So, hey, it you think about it, it you know, it, it is, you know, it just don't have to some, yeah, some, some mac and cheese does have a crust, it does have a crust. So, I will say that. So, okay, okay, pulling it back. So, I will say for me, yeah, mac pie. <laughs> Mac pie does sound like a cat somewhere on the counter. You know that. Once again, we different. <laughs> like, 
Oh, should we talk about that too? Should we talk about that? Should we talk about potlucks? But before we get to potlucks and things, we got like I gotta give my three. So three um dressing with the cranberry sauce. Once again, I am one thing you can call me childish. I am not perfect. This is part of me. This is, you know, Mr. D713 or Drake, if you can call me that. I do eat the ocean spray cranberry sauce, you know, jellied. That's what I prefer. Okay. That's been part of my childhood. That's who I am. All right. I'm going to teach my kids this. Um, if I had to go with the top other uh, top three, damn. See, I'm not even got. If y'all ain't had one of these turkeys, I may do a giveaway. I will do a giveaway. You know, the Lord continue to bless me so I can bless others. A Greenberg turkey. Now, I don't know. I, I need to interview the people that over Greenberg and Tyler, Texas, but man, it's some of the best smoked turkey you've had in your life. Promise you. Now, being from Tyler, this is a white-owned business, but they, <laughs> they they hire a lot of black people. I say that. But when I say you you taste this, I, my family, we if we if the turkey's not fried. And if it ain't Greenberg, we don't want it. I'm just telling you that right now. My family don't eat it. That's how it is. That's how, and Greenberg turkey is like was on Oprah, all that stuff. It's it's known. It's known. Um, so Greenberg turkey, the dressing with the cranberry sauce. And my third one for Thanksgiving, top meal or top dish. Damn. Mm, it's so hard. I'm trying to be okay, and let me let me. Oh my goodness, this, this is my thing. I, I'm I'm lost in the sauce right now. Should I go with dessert? Damn. Okay, let me sit back. Let me sit back. Think. Then I'll come back. No, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I haven't had it in a long time. My my aunties be tripping about it. If you listen to once again, if you go back listen to season three, you don't hear me talk about it before. But my aunties used to make used to make these apple turnovers now you know black people we don't make that many things with apple i will say that okay but when i tell you they're like you know them apple pies you get from the grocery store imagine them being homemade <sighs> completely different feeling oh my god and they so good but they're worked like that's one thing i've been that's my i don't put that as a goal y'all hear me right now one of my goals from 2022 is learn how to make them pies because I'm telling when they say it like me and my cousins, like especially the men, the male cousins, we be fighting on them. Like who who like Bella was talking about fighting over pies. I'm talking about like legit. Like my blood is boiling, getting my adrenaline is running just in case I gotta run up on one of my cousins about one of them pies. Baby, I just jumped on my aunt's back because she was trying to sneak out the door with my shit. I was like, you got me fucked up. Give me my fucking pie. Like it's gotten real over her pies. Because it's like, like that, they, they they fresh and they homemade and they not they made with love and she care about us. Oh oh stop! See you you going to? I have that written down. Love with food, okay. You know what? And, and that's why you know I, that's why I say with family. I I won't. Man, y'all about to make me emotional. Let's see, I am drinking, but. I want I want people like you know the place where I work at you know shout out to my organization I ain't gonna say their name because I'll be on here wilding sometime but I'm big on food food is part of culture okay 
food bring us together. Something I used to say in my previous organization was if you want people to come to a meeting and not complain in the meeting, provide food. I promise you they're going to be cool and provide good food. And, but I, I believe, like, I always say this, not joke. I think people that are mean and have nasty hearts, they can't cook. Okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I just believe. The, the sweetest people have the best food. I have watched because I work overnight and I'm just, I ran out of shit to watch. I've been watching from season one, episode one, Wife Swap. Them bitches can't cook. They can't fucking cook. And they wonder why their kids bad and jumping off walls and wonder, I want guns and I want to shoot my mom and fuck all this. Oh, like, what? That nigga, that nigga hungry. They're, hung, they're angry because they're hungry. The, the wives cannot cook. You just see them taking stuff, just the candles, and they just scrape it out. And they say, yeah, I'm just put these beans with this bologna and eat, feed my kids. And you be like, bitch, how you feeding your kids like that? You know, it's just crazy to me that a lot of people, and I noticed on Twitter too, they just get to act the crap. Have you eaten? You know, when you eat, when you don't eat, you act crazy. Yes. When kids are hungry, a lot of behavioral issues come behind hunger. Mm, mm, mm. I never thought of it like that, but I do act. I I know when I when I don't eat, I get different. Like people know me, they know that I gotta keep me. A, I'm the dude out of the Snickers commercial. Like my whole temperament changes. But when it come down to holidays and events and occasions where we get to spend time with one another, that auntie. Oh my god, my aunt Pinky. God rest her soul, man. Sweet potato pie queen. Okay, like it was just something different about it, you know. And now, I, I can't think of anything on Pinky made that was not delicious. And I think it's simply because she was just a good, sweet woman, just cared, just a just a caring woman for no reason. But I know some other people that I, I, I'm not gonna name, but you know who you are. That just been just to be rude and mean to everybody. Yo, your food don't hit like that. Your food don't. Bro. Hit. Bro, that's you why you gave me a bro, bro. Listen, I I not I, I kind of understand why one of my aunts on my mama's side, there's like three aunts, two of them are cool as hell. You got one aunt who you got two of them who aren't bitter. The aunts are always bitter, neither one can cook. Mm. And I just realized that's it. Mm. But I I'm... said to myself, when have we ever gone to aunt so-and-so house for cooking? She probably should probably invite everybody over, but it's catered. She'll pay somebody. I'm like, oh. Okay. See, I ain't gonna tell because I know my people. My hey, shout out to my family. I know my family listens to the show. It's one of my people's. She she be a little rude to people sometimes, but she can cook and she can cook because she's been around she's been around the elders. And I think she got she but she loved the family though. She do love the family. She do some ancient stuff occasionally, but she loved the family. And when I tell you, like, and and this is this is gonna be my quick plug, you know, y'all y'all sit back. Shout out to Mrs. D713. Because now, like, she can't leave because the point is she didn't learn all my family recipes. She ain't learned them all, but she didn't learn a lot of them. And not that many people in my family know how to make my grandma biscuits, okay? And so it's like you can't take that nowhere else. Like, you cannot, but it's like one of the things, same thing with the dressing. Uh, you know, I didn't say only reason it was some other things I wanted to include that I was arguing in my head, like what's my top three. And the reason why I had to say the apple pies, maybe because I only used to make them for Thanksgiving, but
but the other thing I want to say, honorable mention, would be uh, the potato salad. Man, potato salad is a whole different level. My family make it <laughs> Mr. Gray in a different world. But man, I just, but they make um, potato salad also for like Christmas and they make it for um, Easter. So I can't throw that in there. So put it right there. Okay. So can, can I um, ask a question? Just yes. I was thinking, um, it's, it, it might be a bit of a data. But I think it's an important question. And I think because, um, you know, your show is everything culture, mm-hmm. that it fits. So with us all being in the know now of mm-hmm. what Thanksgiving signifies, I mean, we've all kind of been in the know, but like we know, know now. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about continuing to celebrate it um, and and part two, how would we feel as people of color if someone or everyone continued to celebrate a holiday that represented the genocide of our people? Just curious what the collective thought is. Tamara, you about 15 minutes, like I asked that question about 15 minutes ago. Like that, we're here. Yeah, I know, I know. And you know, and for the live, you know, and I think the way you put it together, and I'll probably edit what I just said out because and repeat it because I love the way when my guests ask questions here because my that was my same question, you know. And what is that? See, look, she's showing food right there. She, ooh, mm. that's that mix, that tray. And I told y'all oh, they no, mixed. No, 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 no. Oh, hey, no, 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 no. It don't even look good. I thought it they was sausage. Disgusting. I thought they put sausage in macaroni. Sorry for y'all saying see that, <laughs> but I'm playing. But whoever needs to make, whoever made that need to be thrown in jail immediately. Mm-mm. That's it, just disrespectful. There should be some laws against that. But my my response to that is it was the same response earlier. You know, I, me being the work that I am and being the growth I have in my life is everything you just said, Tamara. It, it, Tamira, it, am I saying it correctly? It's Tamira. Tamira. Okay, perfect. Is it, I never celebrate. Me and my family, we didn't celebrate them white folks, those pilgrims, those colonizers. That's never been our celebration even though it's on the same day and we're celebrating on that day. But it's a day that we get off, that we get time for one another. If they moved it to a different, like like I compared it to like Juneteenth now, you know, there was a Juneteenth massacre. Black people were killed on Juneteenth because a lot of slave owners in Texas did not want to let them go, you know. But we know the history behind it. Everyone, a lot of people just now finding out about Black Tea, Black Juneteenth. And I said, you know, I think Black Juneteenth should be a holiday specifically for Black people, you know, American descendants of slaves, you know. And not just government workers, for everybody, because we did get that holiday last year. Man, we get, my job, like before they made it a national thing, my job was already after, that's what I was like, I shout out to my organization once again. I go say your name, but hey, I appreciate that. But, it's to that point that I call it um, Indigenous Heritage Day. I call it 
I mean, I heard it re- another term was recently indigenous morning day, but it's hard because we've built these traditions of coming together as family and to be thankful one for one another. That what Thanksgiving meant to my family. It was just, we, I'm telling with the pilgrim natives, uh, indigenous people of this land, we knew and we can acknowledge, I think it's important to acknowledge that. That's my biggest thing. That's one thing in the responsibility we should have is acknowledging what happened on this land, happened on the soil. Uh, acknowledge um, the, the, the land that we're still on, who are the tribal people on it. That's what the big thing we have to continue to acknowledge. But when it when I have an opportunity to spend time with family to show like, hey, I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you. Because once again, I said, everybody doesn't have this, you know, um, like, man the and that's that's it like i'm sorry that i'm like going over my words right now because i'm just really thinking about it's hard because i miss my family but i'm like hey y'all have to understand because this is a big time we come together i'm already thinking about let's do a zoom call let's do some type of way we can interact um my sister just started doing another group text message for every day even them take them group texts be they be blowing your phone up but it's important to have that con- con- contact with one another, that connection. And be once again thankful because once again, Thanksgiving was food. Thanksgiving was, hey, this is the event before we step into the hot, the Christmas season, you know? And last year, once again, I'm, I'm going through my journey of really trying to push Kwanzaa in the family. But as far as this day, because we have native blood in our family. It's not just oh no we have literal proof we have pictures we have auntie well our great great no our, my great grandmother you know from the tribe once again y'all go and listen to my episodes i talk with my family i learn a little bit more about that if y'all want to know more about that but it's just such interesting perspectives that we have but i absolutely agree um and even bella said you know these these are days we have off to celebrate with our family so we go celebrate with our family but the purpose of it i absolutely agree with you that's something we have to look at like why are we doing it do if if it was us how would it go because like the fourth of july why and i've said it on the episode before why do black people still celebrate the fourth of july independence day i see because we get a day off we just get a day off and we already know like I've seen so many people switch from going to Gap, Old Navy, Walmart, wherever, and getting a red, white, and blue, and they just wearing different things. They, they don't wear that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Now that we're becoming, I don't want to say now that we're becoming more aware, now that we don't give a fuck and we're like, yo, this, this shit ain't right. It ain't going to change. They st- they're still going to have this holiday. They're still in charge. So we just, you know, take it and make it a time to spend with family, and that's what it is. That's what they celebrating, you know? Isn't that like most of the holidays now? It's just take the day off, spend time with family. Like, um, I didn't even barbecue or nothing for uh, 4th of July this year. Like, I remember one year 4th of July, some class we had Friendsgiving, you know? Now Friendsgiving, we all had to get together, but we didn't do it this year. We just all chilled, you know, so. And I haven't had a Friendsgiving yet. I know I, I, they look exciting. I'm, I'm seeing them all pop up everywhere now. And basically that's what we may have on Thanksgiving is to invite friends over. Cause once again, we're in Seattle where it's just the wife and I, but it, it's just that 
I have to have some type of contact with my family if I can't see them face to face. And I know, and I know they miss me and I miss them too. I love y'all. Um, but you know, we'll come together. And another thing about the holiday that I'm like, I hope it is to keep it understanding and keep it, you know, direct with my folks here is I worried is this, would this be the Thanksgiving that I missed that it would been the last Thanksgiving seeing them like, and Let's, like we're all adults here we're all mature and that's how we talk about everything culture something that also pushed me from being on facebook quite a much because man facebook has really been hard me going on there and seeing so many of not so much my family but my friends family like it, i've been seeing a lot of people pass a whole lot of people pass and it's just been wow i remember one day me and my buddies were like it was all of these women holding this one black woman's hand in a hospital bed and i'm like man all of them had the same grandmother no they all had different grandmothers <laughs> you know and that's how this whole pandemic this um you know experience that some people are not going out that much people are still getting sick and passing of COVID, especially our elders, especially our elders or other ailments and things of that nature, or just not even elders, just family in total. And just like with the holiday season, it's also sometimes the most celebrated and joyous time in our life, but it's also some of the, the most depressing times in our life as well, because now you come into these events that you used to hold so much enjoyment hold so much pleasure hold so much love and, and admirement to and now you're coming to this spirit of emptiness i miss them you know i want them you know so how, how are how are we all handling this time in life you know that's something i want to have for people how are we handling if it, you know if you don't have to deal if you don't have it you don't have it but i know my family we're, we miss a few people in our family that that are not here on this earth or in this realm with us any longer. So, you know, how do we take care? How do we take care of ourselves? So I think one of the uh, really important things to do is something that I have to do, um, having a daughter who is, uh, who has an illness that could potentially remove her from this existence of life. My daughter has congestive heart failure. Mm. Um, and so, like, I built up three years of hella anxiety. Like, I have anxiety attacks, like, constantly because I wanted to control the fuck out of her world. Like, I wanted to be like, I brought you here. You cannot go. Definitely not before me. You just, you can't go. So, like, I built up all this pressure in my life in my psyche, in my mind of trying to control it. And finally this year, I realized I have absolutely no control. There's absolutely nothing I can do to will her life to be what I want it to be. What, But what I can control is every moment that I have to connect with her. Every time I get to physically see her in this world, every time I get to talk to her on the phone, every time I get to smile, all of the memories that I continue to get to build with her while she's still here, I have control of that. And so it really changed my perspective, honestly, on death. 
not that I will, would not miss her in her absence. I absolutely would. But I think what is really important to um, not getting caught in that cycle is constantly remaining present in the moment because there's never an opportune time for somebody to pass away. We don't want to lose the people that we care about. There's, you know, there's never like this moment where we go, all right, now we can, you know, no. But what you can control is every moment that you have with people. What you can control are the memories that you have with people. And I understand that it's definitely a human reaction to miss people. But why miss? when your mind is filled with so many memories that keep you connected to people. Missing is absence. It, it, it just creates more absence. And while the person may not physically be here, your memories continue to bring them here. So that's just kind of my take on it. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you. I agree. It's hard to say it and done sometimes, but I absolutely agree. If anyone else got to throw in, if not, hey, um, I, I'm just about to add on, add on to that. Oh, you can continue. I just got to make a quicker little run. I'll be right back. All right. The one thing I add on to that is just simply, we just got to live life. We can't spend time dwelling on the past. We can't, can't just sit there just dwelling on this person's memory or whatever. You just got to continue to live life. You got to continue to persevere and keep going and create memories with the people who are here. And also, and don't take those people for granted. And also patch things up with those people. You got to try to heal wounds and try to re repair bridges that may have been burned. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's how, that's how you get past because there's some people I'd love to have back, but I've accepted the fact that they're not coming back. So you just got to live life. I totally agree with that. Being present in the moment and making sure that you that you um, are really good at continuing the connections you have with the people that are currently here. Because you can get so lost in grief sometimes, depending on the person that you lost, that you forsake those who are here. And then, if something happens to them, <laughs> now you're not only grieving the person who you lost, but you're also grieving the time that you lost with the person who you just lost. So it can just, it can become like this reciprocal cycle if you don't find yourself in the present moment and and, be, and, and operating in gratitude for what is now. What is now? I am um, speaking of that guys, I don't, you, my first time speaking to you guys, um, I'm a licensed mortician. So this grief stuff, I do. So what I learned is to give people their flowers, while they're alive, how that saying goes. But I literally, like, for one of my grandmother's birthday, I had everybody, send me your favorite picture with my grandmother. Send me, you know, um, your favorite things about her. And I had that shit made into a book. And because I am a, a performer and I like to be on the mic, I made everybody else get on the mic. Like, I, I had everybody get up, read what they wrote to the room, to her, present, you know, what they said to her. And, you know, it's just one of those, flowers while you're alive moment which goes into which you're while they're here appreciate them and that's all that's all that was and that's what I really try to get people to do but yeah that's all I got for that thank you thank you and and that got you know it's a something that I have been pushing 
behind the scenes. I have a whole little website made behind everything culture that is called roses and it's the same thing, flowers, roses, but giving people roses while they're here once again. And it's going to start off with women, you know, not just women of color, but mainly you go have a lot of women of color and uh, black women be specific because I started it a couple of years ago. Well, it started last year. And, you know, when I started doing this thing, solo dolo that I had to start, I had to push that to the side because everything y'all are saying right now, we don't recognize people while they hear so much, you know, show, show, let me tell you, I love you now. So that's, that's the biggest thing about with my family. Like one of my aunties just called while I was recording this, like during this recording right here. And I already know I'm gonna call her. I don't care how late it's get, gotta call her back. You know, just tell her I love her, I appreciate her. Um, every time I talk to my cousins and my my brothers, my sisters, it's like, hey man, I love you. I, that's how, no matter how crazy things get, we gonna end this thing with, I love you and I appreciate you because this could be our last conversation. I've had those type of conversations with my family. Um, my my aunt Gwen, man, she passed. It, 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 it and it's it's different for me these days because when I say she passed, it don't. It, she still feel, it feel like she's still with me the way I've been operating life, um, with many people, and I, I've been. But she sent me something on Facebook. You know how some of these our elders get on Facebook and they be sending those chain messages mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> and, she sent me one and it had a little a song behind it and she but she wrote something personal like hey baby something and she it was like hey if something ever happened don't worry about me you know i want you to think about this song right here and it was like um i'll be walking around in heaven all day and that was the last message she sent me before she passed you know and i tell my cousins i tell you know all my family members like hey love people and tell you how you and love just love them while you got them you know seriously don't don't wait to like oh i meant to tell them that don't oh i meant don't wait for me in the casket to tell me hey that's how i felt about them you know don't do that you know but, but i've experienced loss at an early age so it's different for everyone so but i know i'm just sharing from experience and it's something like in a few days my mother's birthday is coming up the people that know me, it's like my mother's been, my mother passed when I was 15, about to turn 15. Okay. And so I was 14 at the time. So right before my birthday and her, her birthday is in the, um, November 24th. And I'm just like, man, since this quarantine has been going on, actually, since I've probably been up here in Seattle, I just been thinking about my mother a lot all throughout these years. It hadn't been that intense, but these few years it's just been like that and i was thinking about doing a like my sister like friday oh my god i'm working doing everything i need to do at work yada 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 and one of my co-workers had an event to me i was opening up you know going through some things i'm like i'm here for it you know that sometimes i could be using me as that sounding board but man i looked on facebook just open facebook real quick and my sister posted a picture of my mother boy it just emotions just hit me all immediately just all overwhelmed me and i've been thinking about someone mentioned it it's like write a you know write a letter or do a and i don't really write letters but i will get into a podcast about it and have a conversation just talk to her because it's like a lot of things that we go through during this season now 
I look not only I, I always give my love to the elders, you know, my appreciation and appreciation to them. And even my family, we have a plaque. We have a crest to say, okay. Not that many black families can say that, but it's like it's really neat and really cool to have that. But my main thing for these holidays um is to build our youth. It's to show appreciation, get them involved, have them learning new things. I'm trying to teach my little cousins so I get up there how to fry turkey, you know, how to um, you know, throw a football, you know, things that's been traditional taught in our family. Once again, I said earlier, play spades. I see all the time how people say nobody ever taught me how to play spades. I had one of my little cousins tell my man, somebody teach me how to play dominoes. I'm like, wait, and I just had to get on and say, wait a minute. And he was like, hey, unk, I know you taught me, but I haven't played in a long time. I said, I just want to let you be not like we have people that reach, okay. I, 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 and I do have those family members that get on social media and say, well, my family don't care about me. Don't be, don't do that. Don't do that. And I am that family member that will go and check you. I'm like, we're, you're the, you have a family that care immensely about you. No, it, it, and when I say we're not perfect, when I say we're not perfect, we're, we're pretty awesome, but we're not perfect. We're not. But when yeah. I, it's just amazing that what we have, and once again, I come like when I, when I talked to Tamira, she expressed the, what she have. I've been that caseworker. I've seen kids that go through these experiences. You know, I could have been that, but I had family that was able to pick me up, you know. And I just. I think, one of, the, I think one of the important things to consider when someone says uh, that people don't care about them, be it family, friends, or whatever. It's obviously based on their perception, but it's based on, I think it's rooted in a very particular thing. Like I find, like when I go to therapy, I've had, like, I've had to catch myself at times because I'll say, I don't have anybody. And then I have to think about it like, wait a minute. No, you do have people, but do you always utilize those people? Or like, how do you view the people that you have in your life? And what are you utilizing them for? So I think that we can be dismissive when people say that people don't care. I think that it takes getting to the root of what they need a person to care about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely does. Hey, TT. We have another previous guest and from the makers of TT. How you doing, darling? And the best moderator a person can have, I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, hey, y'all. Can you hear me okay? Oh, right, we can hear you well. Okay. I got my two lips through the background, so you already know how to go. So, I, first of all, I just want to say y'all lit on here. Like, I really appreciate the conversation. I was in the background shaking my head like, yes, y'all right about Um, because of this, you know, from this art history, 
And just because all the the, the hustle and bustle of trying to get a turkey, trying to get a ham, trying to make sure that it's fresh from the store, which one got, you know, it's, it's just a lot. Y'all, I'm in the bathroom trying to spruce up some things in the house for the holidays so to come over. I'm just here for it. I was running up and down the stairs trying to get stuff done. But, and I'm, I'm Presbyterian, so I ain't even love y'all to say. <laughs> when y'all was talking about the, the dressing and stuff, I said, yeah, I'm going to have to have dressing with rocks in my dressing. I ain't oh, Lord. To- <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Do as you do. Once again, I, and I'm, I'm trying to get more people. I was hoping for a more inclusive you know, you know, um, panel, but hey, this is perfect. Who's here is who's here. You know, I've always said that from the start of everything culture, you know, who's present, who's going to represent because these traditions have been taught to us and how, like, once again, we just got finished talking about our elders, you know, this is who brought to me. Okay. There's a lot of things that I believe that are necessary. I am the like, man, still, and I, I married a person that feels the same way about some of these same things. It's like, the house got to be spotless when family come over, you know, and it is spotless no matter what, but it's like when things come together. Yeah, I am going to early. Or I ordered my turkey. Once again, we only eat one type of turkey. And because we ordered it online. Yeah, fried turkey. My dad, he does a deep fried turkey, you know, every, every year. And I mean, I think honestly for me, aside from just my, my choice of, uh, you know, eating, Mm-hmm. For me, I just like the time to sit and enjoy time with family. Even with, um, you know, having family over because we're still in quarantine, I feel, even though the world has opened back up. Um, it, it's a little different. Um, I went to visit my grandmother with her night. She'll be at the 93 and I'm going to be 40. She's on the 29th. And God bless you. It's a, yeah, you get to see. It's weird seeing my elders, you know, in this state, can't really do too much, can't really move around. Like, this this particular one's not able to move around too much, but she has the hardest go. You know what I mean? And to just be able to to see her, this year I couldn't hug her. I still had to have a mask around her and stuff, you know, but it it, it, it really makes me think, um, as what I, Samara was talking about, saying don't take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no. Trust me. Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> like okay, something this topic YouTube always makes us go into something totally different. No, 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 because it's because th- this is part of the conversation. Because now, like for instance, my my one of my cousins, love you, man. I heard and I need to reach out to him again. But I heard that okay, my family, we we're we're taking the the, the vaccine series, okay? Now, um, I know everybody doesn't get the vaccine. The reason I got the vaccine, because I go to the gym, I work out and stuff like that. And then trust me, people ain't people ain't that uh, clean anyway, okay? Um, I have elders in my family. And just like Victor was saying, I have some extra elders in my family too that say some things that are not so kind sometimes, all right? It comes off a little aggressive, all right? And uh, I have a cousin, he's absolutely against the vaccine. He's absolutely against um, most vaccinations and things of that nature, what he says. Um, He's against the masking, the whole nine. And 
you know, he he's a strong-minded person. Love him, love him, love him, love him. And I he listens to the show. So you know I'm talking to you, man. And the family's like, hey, I had to put it now. If you if you come into the family dinner, if you come into Thanksgiving dinner and you're not vaccinate vaccinating, you're not masked, don't come. You can't come. And that's like shit. You know, that's like a real hard, 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 you know, blow that say you can. And I know how he take. he loves family. He loves family. We love him. I'm not going to be there either way, you know. And if I was there, I would still make time to go see him. That's me. But what? I I, I know how Bella feels. I know how Bella feels. But, but I know she's in the middle on some of these things, too. I know you are. But if your family, do y'all do y'all have that experience that y'all family are like y'all are cautious of who's vaccinated, who not, especially what we're dealing right now? Nobody's gonna ever that's vaccinated and, and, and is way to that side, nobody that's vaccinated is ever gonna fucking believe that I'm a little bit more safer than them, unvaccinated. I test, I'm about to do it now. I'm gonna mute myself, I'm about to log all this shit and I'm about to do it now. I literally have to test weekly for my job simply because I'm not vaccinated. And the fact that I know that I get something every week that says, green, you're good to go, green, you're good to go. And everybody that I know, oh, I'm vaccinated. I can go to this day party. I could go to this brunch, I could do this. They're moving so much more wild than me and other people that are not vaccinated. My friend that had a, a, a friend's giving, she actually had one. A lot of us work for DC government. A lot of us are not vaccinated, but you know what we did do? Take our test last week and we're around each other and all our shit came back. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, oh, you had to show, show it to get in, but we already know what, you know what I'm saying? We already know. Yeah. Like, it's, I would never do that to my people. I wouldn't say you, you gotta, the thing about it is, this is what I told my uncle, he came around he refused to take his mask off. He didn't want to hug nobody. Didn't want to do um, shake hands, do nothing. But when it was time to eat, the motherfucker took the mask down. Slim, we sharing the same air anyway. So you should have just came through the door without it on. If you if you was coming to get a plate, you should have got your plate and rolled out. If you didn't want to be around us, when you take that mask down, it's the same fucking air, my guy. I'm telling you, when that food is involved, people change their mind about shit. Just let you know that the the purpose of Thanksgiving is that what they tell you with Thanksgiving was is the truth. But what actually happened is a lie. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The purpose, food will bring people together. But with people poison your shit, yes, they will. You gotta be careful of it. I'm with Bella on this. I, I am not vaccinated and I will not be vaccinated. Um, I work from home and I run my own business. So I don't ever really have to test either. I've never tested before. Um, and you know, knock on wood, I've avoided it the entire time. Um, and I, in my life, but I am, I'm cautious. I don't necessarily, you know, like go around 600 people. Um, but I also live my life. I've been traveling the whole pandemic on airplanes, vacationing. Like my life has not suffered uh, in the slightest bit. And I do what I can to maintain myself i think that you know i respect people's decisions you know and i understand that people have made the decision whether to be vaccinated or unvaccinated for various reasons 
I think that the middle point for a lot of it is fear. Either those who have been vaccinated are fearful of catching it and passing it to those um, that they love. And then those who are not are fearful of it being something that they're unfamiliar with. But I think that it's important to note, to pay attention to the divisiveness that it can cause the mm -hmm. vaccinated against the unvaccinated mm -hmm. and how it stands to separate the familial unit, which only means a lot to those of us who are people of color because we constantly come together as family. It doesn't really work the same with the strong color people because they don't have that level of connection with family the same way that we do. So we suffer. We suffer when we put those things in place that says, well, if you're not this, or if you're this, you can't be around. And I think, I understand, I understand that most of it is rooted in fear, but it makes me sad. It makes me really sad. No, no. Agreed, agreed. Agree with that. And make that three people that's not vaccinated, because myself, I'm not vaccinated. Now, the thing is, unfortunately, back in January, I had COVID. I wouldn't wish on nobody. I'm good, and I'm all good now. But even now, I know how to protect myself. and be mindful of where people go and stuff. So, and I try not to go out that much. So it's like, I've been doing just fine um, without the vaccine. So, uh, and also with the vaccine, you don't know the, your side effects and how it's gonna, your body's gonna respond to it. So that was my caution because I heard stories about some people getting blood clots from the vaccine, from just from having the vaccine. And some people that had, that didn't even have COVID, they got the vaccine and they still got it. So it's like, it's just some things I just don't trust. No, absolutely understand. Once again, and I, I'm one of those guys say it over and over again. I ain't gonna force you to do what you, and I'm in a work field that now at work, I have to put down what we put down for the CDC. Like, unless you have an, but we do accept exemptions for religious and medical reasons. But yeah, you got, you had to get that vaccine in my J-O-B, you feel me? Um, unless you gave us an exemption, but with family, I, it's hard to say about family. Now, for the elders, I would, man, if I was in Texas, I would still be around him. I would still come around and spend time with him the whole nine, you know? Even though, once again, it's worried because I've had people in my family die of COVID. You feel me? I've seen people younger than me pass, okay? Like, and, I, and it's hard, but once again, I got it because I'm out in the gym. I'm very protective and I live in a state where not only the state but the city where this all started in the usa you know and i remember when this thing popped off it's like damn this shit for real okay bella and i used to talk about this all the time and we used to say before this stuff really cracked down it's like a lot of people go go a lot of people ain't gonna make it i remember what's steady saying that and shit two years later chapter two yeah chapter two and um I posted something earlier this summer. It was it, it was a body bag and it said COVID-19. And I was telling people, I was like, y'all think this shit is over and it's not. And my employer actually at the time, they asked me honestly, what the fuck was I made of? And, and, and literally those words, because there were four of us in the back and we will out for other purposes. I'll just say the prep room and there's four of us in the prep room and three out of the four, which I wasn't, I still got COVID. I didn't, I didn't catch COVID. So they was like, cause they kept pressing it. You need to get your shot. You need to get your shot. You need to get your shot. And in my head, you know, I'm being respectful. I'm not going to get the shot, blah, blah, blah. So then one day me and the owner actually went back and forth. He was like, you need to go get your shot. You're anti-vax. And that's when I went off. I was like, back that shit up. 
I'm not anti-vax. What I am is anti this right here. You know what I mean? I said, then don't don't put that on me. I said, words mean things. And so that's when he realized I wasn't one of them little regular hood boogers that's be up in his motherfucking establishment working. And I was like, you're not going to play with words with me because to me, words mean things. And we're not going to play that fucking game. So then when everybody else out sick and I'm the only one in there, it wasn't no, it was, oh, thanks for doing a good job. And, and I, I just don't know how you didn't get it. And everybody else did, motherfucker, because I'm that bitch. But nah, for real, you know what I'm saying? It's just like. <laughs> so, so like, yeah. like, I haven't had it, thank God. Because, man, I'd be worried, like, if I get this shit, this shit going to take my little ass down, you know? I am. I, when women be talking about guys be so soft when they get sick. I am that motherfucker. Okay. When I get sick, I am out, man. Like I'm telling you that now. Listen, yeah, I had never, you. whenever I was sick, I was still functional, but that shit right there, it had me out. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, you get laid out all the way. You can't do I had I had to do with no medication because I was pregnant. So when I tell you that was the hardest, and this was before because it's been out for a while. And I was sick for three weeks. And the only thing I can do was ginger and lemon. And the only thing that they prescribed me that was out of the 100 miles, the 100 mile range. When you yeah. gotta fight that, that was the hardest, when I say the hardest thing I had to do in my life, the hard, just being laid out, can't breathe. I remember I was in the shower for four hours because I couldn't breathe. Just skin in there. See, it, you can't I do mean- and i hear those stories and experiences and mm-hmm. and once again me when i go on facebook it's the hardest thing like hey y'all pray for my so-and-so that have covid and i'm friends they so-and-so and i'm seeing that 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 post that that post then the other post then i'm like hey and then they just and they be very ambiguous then they say i know Pray for my other parts of my family. We done lost, man. It, and that shit is hard, man. That is hard to see. That is like I knew this person, you know, and yeah. and there's one thing. I, and I'm still not push. I don't push. Like I got some friends. Y'all know who y'all are. Like Bella, I don't push her because I believe she's responsible on many things. A lot of just like I'm the same way when I was in high school. I was that friend. I'm gonna look out for my other friends, unless they, unless those friends know how to look out for themselves, and I don't re- re- really worry about them too much. And when I didn't worry about one of my friends that much, he ended up dying, legit. Okay, and when I tell you, I'm like, man, y'all take care of yourself. I got a homeboy that he has high blood pressure, he pre-diabetic, he have all these other issues, and I'm like, hey, man, are you vaccinated yet? Because he did. He go out all willy nilly. Everybody else, everybody else in this family vaccinated uh, adults, but he ain't. And I'm like, bro, man. I, I and I mean this in the from the bottom of my heart. I'm not trying to make no post about you, bro. That, and that's once again, as Tamira said, it's my fear. Business is booming. You hear me? They, and I'll be talking to Bella and the work she do. You know, um, mortician. I'm like, I. I, I, we know nurses, I know doctors, I know people that's like, and, 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 and he, these people know this about me because we, I didn't had these conversations with them when, when this vaccine, before this, way before this vaccine came out, I was like, I ain't taking no damn vaccine. Hell no. 
the nurses and the doctors that I knew, black people that I know, they were like, nah, don't take no damn vaccines. They were all against it until they did their research and got, when I saw the people in the professional points and things got this shit now, that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to get this motherfucker. <laughs> you know, just, just, and was again, even with my wife, I didn't pressure my wife to get it. I actually told him after, I said, let me, let me get it. Let me see how I feel over the next month or so. Then you make that decision. You know, you well, get people free with it. Well, here we take it again to no establishment unless we show that we had the test or we got vaccinated. Same here. But once again, that is in Cali. That's on the West Coast, okay? You bring your ass to Texas? Let me tell you something. We're not going back to Texas. <laughs> I'm going back to Texas. Let me tell you something. No, sir. I'm California. Where, where are you that you're having to show stuff? I'm in Southern California. I ain't showing nothing to nobody. I'm in Northern California. Northern California. I was just in Sacramento. Oh, I'm back where I'm at. Yeah. Oh, you're in San Francisco. But San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> it's like New York. Yeah, you, can't, so, you can't get no, in. Sorry, like, yeah. I think I, for, for me, I, I'm new actually. And I'm not, at first, I was like, no, I'm cool. I'm not gonna, you know, I've already got sick, you know. But it got to the point for me when it was like, okay, well, I cannot go into my grandmother's house to be around her. I'll be tortured. I can't go into her house. And then it got to the point where they started San Francisco in the Bay Area. You can't get in nowhere, really, you know. And then I started wanting to get back out to go to different places, different establishments. And, you either had to have that rapid test and it's hard, it was hard to get appointments. And on top of that, if you want to go into like certain places to like, you know, pretty much like resume what you've been doing, you know, before all this hit, you got to have a test or you got to be vaccinated. So, and I ain't going to lie, y'all. Y'all might laugh or think I'm foolish for this. I, I don't care because it's pretty much like, I'm trying to go to Hawaii next year or, you know, other places, you know, it, it's just safe. You said to Hawaii? Places, yeah, certain places, huh? They don't want us there, vaccinated or not. Say it one more time. They don't want us there. I haven't, well, I haven't been. That's what, that's what I was just like, even just being just in this outfit, because I, but honestly, all jokes aside, what it boiled down for me was I cannot, because I have two small children, I cannot afford to be somewhere and I need to get them inside to get some water or to use the bathroom, and I'm not vaccinated, people can turn you away. You know, just being out there in the Bay Area, I can't get them no water because I'm not vaccinated. And, you know, and that's you, where that's where it got real. What you discussing is your, hold on, what did you say, Bella? I said, that ain't crazy. You can't go buy no water because you're not oh. vaccinated. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna get on, man. And once again, this is about the holidays, but this goes into yeah. what we're going through right now in 2021. It it's it's like that over here. On the, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, I'm saying it's like that over here. Like when I tell my people when they want to come visit Seattle and shit. Now I heard there's some places you can dip off, you know, but. Man, things be strict up here, man. Like I, my, my one of my boys is talking about coming up here in one in December. Don't come visit Seattle like in November and December, y'all. Yeah, it, it's ugly. This this is when it rains. Okay, this is when it rains. Oh. Yeah. Now when March, like when February, March, it when them cherry blossoms and all that stuff pop up, 
Like every every all like other than two three months. We have cherry blossoms. We have a cherry blossom festival. Hey, we ain't. Got, I don't know. If we have a festival. We have a tulip festival. I know that. But my next photo shoot, hey, it'll be one of cherry blossoms. I already got that's go. Y'all don't feel me though. But uh, <laughs> like, but but the point is, like Seattle, a lot of stuff ain't what it is. If you from Texas, it ain't naked out here. When I went to Texas, when I went to go visit Texas for my niece's um, wedding and for my birthday, man, I enjoyed myself. Okay, well, let me say that first. I miss home. I love home. That is still home. But my people out here don't give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> like and I, that probably the first time I cursed in this episode. But when I tell you, they don't give a damn, man. I'm like, I never felt so. I, I, I never been out that long in the past two years without a mask until I came back to Texas. And if you wear a mask, they're looking at you crazy. Okay. I'm telling you, it's it's like that. I'm like, damn. Hey, it it what hit me when I went, okay? Shout out to Truck Cash, shout out to Humvee, shout out to Jail Ray with the voices fuck. Shout out to Don the Doll. Shout out, especially shout out to Don, man, that came through with the happy hour. And everything but man when i tell you they hit me up and they were trying to like hey let's go to this bar 5150 all right the bar and it was like you know i don't go to do the whole club thing this was right across the street from turkey leg cut so this is like 1 a.m in the morning i was like man they say you know I, we've been doing this whole virtual zoom thing for the whole year we got to know each other i never met some of these people face to face i'm gonna come through i'm gonna come through y'all got me i'm gonna come through I stepped in that thing. It's nothing but us. It's beautiful. Once again, I ain't, that not only is being in Seattle, what we only represent 4%. Black people, it's only 4% black people in Seattle, okay? And when I came back home and to see all of us, a sea of us, oh, it was beautiful. I'm happy for it. You know, that's these, these my people. But ain't not nan one of them had a damn mask on at all. And I'm like, like music oh hearing the music drinks you know everybody looking good you know once again the beauties in the south once again i said it all the time but you don't get me on that but man i'm in this thing i felt like I, legit I, i'm i'm making through the club i find my people they they we buying each other drinks we tripping they introduce me new folks and oh yeah y'all yeah, remember watching belly you know at the very beginning mm -hmm. You know, however do you want it? Okay, y'all know what I mean. Yeah. Everything kind of get quiet. That's legit what happened in my head. Like, I'm just seeing all these people. <laughs> like, I'm talking about shoulder to shoulder, touching. Like, laughing. Pat, drinking out the same shit. Smoke a hookah out the same shit with each other. Blowing in the air. That hookah, cause you can't clean the inside of that motherfucker. Can't. You can't clean the inside of that motherfucker. That hookah's a wild girl and in I, public. Yeah, I know this. And the whole, I'm telling you, in my head, it was just like, it's, I probably it, it had to be Jesus. He was like, nigga, you need to get back. I mean, nigga, you need to go get a test. <laughs> like COVID in here, bro. Like I'm like, this is. So, I'm like, I'm I'm looking out. I'm at an elevated point, and I'm looking out over the whole bar, and I'm like. It's some wild shit, bro. <laughs> this is wild. This is a whole pandemic going on. But people out here living their best life. And someone go live it. Someone, not, someone may not live it long. That's how I look at it. 
I, don't, I got things I'm still trying to accomplish. Oh yeah, I'm I, I'm when it come down to that fear, and that fear keep you keep you alive sometimes. You know, you, you you that that's all I'm getting at. You you make some moves, but you got to be that fear come with a little bit of intelligence at the time. But it, it comes down to this: it's so unique where we have times these days that we're able to. I would never thought it'd been a time in my life that I'm like we have to turn a family away from Thanksgiving. You know, so I, I'm very indifferent about that decision. Is that your house? Would you turn him away? No. If you host. No. So, Pete Yang, this same family member, my family know who it is. So I don't trip it. So if y'all listen to this, y'all know what's up. At one Thanksgiving, we hosted at our house in Houston. Okay. In Pearland. That particular family member is a substance abuser. You know. You know, he's been a, it, not only substance abuse, but addicted to substances. That year, I offered people like, hey, let's not have any alcohol here. Even though it's not, you know, weed, it's not cocaine, it's not heroin, it's not any of these what we consider hard drugs. It's still a substance. They're like, oh, they'll be okay. I explained to them. I explained to them. This is how this operates. Thank you, DT. We here. You know, thank this one. But I explained to them, like, when we do, when we do the work that we do and uh, what work that I've did or done, I'm sorry, the work that I've done in my career, like, you could be addicted to, you know, whatever, but if you put something else that is, you know, a substance that could cause them to relapse. But they're like, Dad, be all right. We'll control it. Just being around it is hard enough. But just because we want to continue having fun and entertainment and, you know, sip and, you know, laugh and sip our Cape Cods and all that is cool. You know what I mean? So, and they they still brought, still hosted. I talked to him, how it made him feel, you know, this, this, and that. At that time, he was still in the way of he wasn't in recovery at all. But man, that's that's my point. So I would still allow him to be around family, but I would tell him probably like, hey, I'll tell the, I'll tell everybody, hey, so and so is coming through. Do y'all want to leave for a little bit? We'll sanitize whatever. I'll make arrangements, but I'm me, my family know me. I don't. I'm not turning my family away. I'm not that that they turn my mother away at a certain point, and that's a conversation we're gonna have for another few for the future because my mother was a substance abuser. And I can't do that. It's just not part of my nature. It's just not me. Even the idea of like having to tell people that so and so be unvaccinated is no, coming. And like, even I, the idea of that is so bothersome to me. And as someone who has survived many abuses, I went to many a family of function where the sexual abusers were there and allowed to be there, and it was okay. And it was just fine. And I know that many of us in the, in the that are in the community, brown skin community, understand that we'll let people come who are no good and unhealthy to other people in the environment. But now we have entered into a space where we're not going to allow someone to come because they have not been vaccinated. That is like I just I don't I don't like the idea of that whatsoever. On on top of the fact that. I feel as though 
and I'm gonna get off of it because I normally don't even discuss this kind of stuff. We understand. But I feel as though the vac the, the vaccine and the mask provide a false sense of security. I think it provides a false sense of security because it does not encourage you to continue to do the things to protect yourself, like wash your hands and still maintain wash your ass. Things okay. that, like basic shit, right? Like that. Like I think it creates a false sense of security and it also doesn't teach you to beef up your immune system, which at the end of the day is much more important. I'm a go. But yeah. And And that too. And so since we're talking about these colonizers in this holiday, you know, we can also go into how they protested against being clean. Like that's them. They they dirty as hell. But that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna and I'm gonna leave that alone. We we can once again, I'm big on like bringing people in that they can bring their points here, you know. But that's something I said. I like Bella. Oh, I love Bella. You know, that's my people right there. Um yeah. Yeah, um, I'm like, we all gonna have to get on look at all too. So yeah, <laughs> hey, you say you set up the date, man. I'm there. Like I say, I support my folks. I love talking. Yep, that's what mm-hmm. we do. That's how everything. But we, we, it's about substance. I done knocked out my whole holiday um preference right here. You know, got a, you know, the crown is something part of family. Oh my god, same thing. Man, bro, I just finished a bottle of Crown Dark, the, the Black Crown. Oh man. That crown was strong as hell. Oh, that wasn't nothing right there. That's just something I'm talking sip straight, keep going. But it, it's so much I wanted to touch on. You know, I'm still going to bring on. I'm still going to be up at another 30. But, like, I've had family with substance abuse, man. That Like, we had a cousin that we lost. Um, rest in peace, Mark Carroll. Um, Mark Carroll, by the way. Oh. My wife. My, wi- <laughs> my wife, I thought his name was Mark Carroll. And because that's how we, we once again we country shit like that's what it is but when i tell you he was you know i i just knew he would be drinking i never knew what substance abuse was and all that but that was him and holidays ain't gonna be the same without him you know it, you know no matter what and nothing's promised to us for tomorrow not a nothing is promised to us so we just gotta appreciate what we have while we have it and I just know with my family, like, I'm going to reach out to them in the morning. I should reach out to them tonight. Just tell them how much I appreciate them. But it's your, that, that, that change and this whole vaccine, this whole, this pandemic has torn people apart. It, it's put some people together too. I will say that, but it is taught. It, it's an experience. It's, it's, that's what it's been, but I can't not turn away family. Not from my house, not from my place for that. You know? I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that. I'm gonna be like, look, it's open to everybody. I ain't even gonna say, oh, Slim, you can come between eight and ten because who's to say, you know, everything is just is 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 organic. So if we're gonna play dominoes, spades, whatever at this time, I don't wanna play a set here and then we gotta turn around and do it again because this is his time to come because he's unvaccinated. I'm gonna be like, just don't come. And that's how I would care, but that's me. That's how I would carry it, you know. But I understand what you're saying, you know, try to, because you are, whether you realize it or not, and this is out of love, Mr. Politically Correct. Let me try to accommodate this family member. Yeah, you just said you guns tell them, hey, Slim on the way, if you gonna leave, let me sanitize and do this and do that, man. Nigga, walk through the door, put your fucking mask on, 
and get out. So, and, and that's the thing. I get you can say, you can hold that because it may be great. Because the person I'm talking about, he is anti. You know, he is like he will argue that it's not. It's not just going to be the point that he just do it for like what we're saying for his own well being. He's going to be like, why are you doing that? Why are you taking it? He's going to argue that fact. And I'm like, hey, Ken folk, you be putting other shit in your body that you shouldn't be putting on. That's the last thing you need to worry about talking about <laughs> put in mind playboy you know let's not go there you know let's do do what you do i do what you do and let's love and respect one another you know that's, that's what i that's what i like for a lot of things when you get somebody that can just shut up about it and don't ask the questions you know what i'm saying you do what you do i do what i do but there's so much division behind it and it's you're stupid by now if you haven't got it done and all this no. other shit go along with i'm like come on bro you know what i'm saying you still wild you still doing this you still doing that and they all and i'm gonna tell you off of my my twitter people alone from the people that i've seen you know that little three degrees separation mm-hmm. and there's some statistic i'm making the fuck up about 85 motherfuckers got the vaccine so they could go back to brunch that's it they didn't get it for nobody else they wanted to go to brunch because they was tired of sitting in the fucking house i didn't feel i i'm not getting because of y'all now, when the gyms open back up, now I am once again I eat a lot, but I have to work out. So I haven't I haven't squatted nothing in the whole year. As soon as them gyms open up, I start, I'm going back. I was in that gym for like maybe one week, one week, and I was like, mm 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 like not only that, not only because of other people, because even me, like like I sweat, so I'm I have my mask on. I'm sweating into my mask and I'm waterboarding myself. I'm like, <gasps> like mm, I said, man, and I was taking my mask off just to do my workout in and things of that nature. And I'm like, I can't do this. So I'm like, I thought about it. I, I, I'm the person that go out in the house. I'm the one that go out in public and shop. I don't like the own, whole online shopping. I like to go pick my own produce and meats and things, you know? So I was like, okay, pimp decision. What you go do? And I was like, hell. Let me go ahead. And get I feel it. that gym shit because that's why I've been paying for my gym membership <laughs> for about six months. And you ain't been going, man. You better can't. You still wasting your money. That's my motivation. I know. Man. I keep saying I need to cancel it, but like the last time I went, and it just I'm like all these people in here sweating, Lord, and people don't wipe the machine down properly. Jesus, like my anxiety was through the roof. I can't. I be whipping the mess. I be spraying, and I have like I bring my own towels the whole night, man. Bleach the fuck out. You know I am there, but mm, no, 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 no. So, but that's what honestly, that's what really pushed me to get it, and just seeing like. I've and recently, once again, I got it. Once again, I'm not shame people, but I've seen people pass of it. You know, I've seen people go, and that's what. And I saw people before I got it. I saw people go, and I saw how people were ostracized as well. Family members being ostracized, that but they currently had it. You know, and it, it, it's just a wild times. It is a wild. It's different. It's different. But yeah, so you know, this this is something that can adjust traditions. Um, you know, we touch on food. I can't think of that much much music that we think of on Thanksgiving other than, you know, the Frankie Beverly and Maze and things getting ready for what you're going for. But that's for every one of our gatherings, you know. Um, I would say for traditions, uh, we have talent shows. We have 
Um, yeah. the, you know, the frying, the turkey. Um, looking forward to my kinfolk being released. Oh, the one, you know, kinfolks are people that's on certain vacations. You know, that's something that we miss. We always give a phone call or get a phone call from them, and we all put, you know, pass the phone around so we always can talk. Oh, man, it's just so many things that's happening. And older I become, you know, more wiser I become, I would say that. It's just I'm learning that. I'm just learning that how much responsibility I have in the family. And that's what I'm trying to pass on and have these kids think about it. These young adults, you know, well, they still worried about, you know, having relations and being grown before understanding what grown means, if that makes sense. So trying to instill those in them. So, yeah, so, and, and it, this go kind of piggyback on what Tamara expressed. So, if not Thanksgiving, what would you rather have? What would you rather do for this holiday? How would you want to sell? How would you want to celebrate it? That's a question for anyone. You can. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, because I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving this year either. So, um, and this will, this is actually my second year not celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, and I don't, I just don't, I'm not tied to it in that way anymore. Um, I think I do respect and appreciate that, you know, it is the time where we traditionally come together as a full family and all of those things. But I, I would like to see that just happened randomly, you know? Mm -hmm. I would like it not to necessarily be tied to a particular day. And I guess the more I separate myself from the actual holidays, the more I'm more invested in like, just calling up family like, hey, what y'all doing? Like, you know, let's go to dinner or, you know, let's meet up at so-and-so's house and have game night. Um, and I think that, I think that's missing. I think that's missing. Like the little time that I did have a family, there was a lot of that. Like I can remember the older generation, like they got together all the time. Like they was always doing something in the basement, partying, this, that, and the other. And it, it wasn't tied to a holiday. And I think we do a little bit less of that, or that might just be my experience or what I see. Um, but I would definitely like to see more of that over coming together on one day. Uh, but, you know. I don't know. That's just my take on it. No, I feel it. I feel it. We'd be working. Well, like if I was still in Houston, we'll be coming together all the time. That's how this podcast was started. Me and my partners coming together, you know, start out real conversations. Then they end up doing a little something different. Then we end up going down. Once again, if y'all go listen, y'all, y'all better listen soon. The first season, y'all, if y'all listen closely, the first, the, the beginning of the episode, we be right into the conversation, be riveting in the whole nine. We take that one break, and then they be like, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, but a lot of other people be a little out in a different world at that time. So, but it, it, it's just that point, that connection. And we, man, wife and I was having a conversation. Oh, more and more we become free. More and more, we become get an advantage in life. You know, 
we lose some of these things that we had to have or we were just around, you know, if I'm making sense. Let me let me try to explain it. I, I think of it like the church. The church was a pillar in the community. You can do nothing without the church back in the day. But now, since things are better, we've made progress. Not only we don't really need the church as much, but but we don't really need the village as much as well. I don't believe that, but a lot of people stray away from it. You know, because it's so bad. And that's why I tell, it's, you have good and bad and no matter what you have in this world. And that's why I look at Thanksgiving like, uh, I speak about a certain family member. They have done some things that were very inappropriate. They have done some things that our family and our traditions, we do not support. And we support a lot, okay? We support a whole lot. But, and that's what I'm talking about. When you speak down on family, like we're, like you were saying, we support you. How we don't support you? You know, I would like my, my family to listen to everything culture and should share it and do the whole nine. If they don't do it, does that mean they don't love me? Absolutely not. They still love the shit out of me. This may not be their cup of tea. I got some cousins that like to sing or rap. They're not good at it. Okay. I'm going to support you to the extent, but I'm going to keep it. If you, and I ask me, if you ever ask me that direct question, I want to give you the direct answer. I promise you I will. But I also tell you, give you some, um, feedback and how you can support it or i can tell you that's just not my cup of tea that's not the type of music i listen to you know i tell people now like if my cousin was a little uzi like hey i don't listen to lose uzi i see you being successful can't folk do what you do i would share and keep going but you ask me uh this ain't your cup of tea but i'm like maybe it's somebody else's you know i'm that type of family member if you in college i'm gonna ask you how you doing in college what's going on well i'll be oh why you ask me about that because, motherfucker, I'm thinking about giving you some money or helping you out. That's why. I ain't going to support something that you ain't. You, I'm wasting my money in. You know? that That's how I look at it. Because I was when I was a kid, when, my, when I was in college and I was in school, when my uh, aunties or cousins and all that asked me how I was doing, I'm like, I'm doing well here. I'm struggling there. You know, this this getting me right there. It's a simple question. Just give them an answer. I see some things on TikTok and some of these other social media, they be ready to clap back. I am ready for any of my family to try to clap back shit with me. I am going to hurt your fucking feelings. I'm going to go to you and your mama and your grandmama because I know everything in the family. I'm, and I'm talking to all y'all. And they know that too, okay? If the young ones don't know that, y'all better get to know it. And as I'm like, y'all just... But that's me. I don't know what... It, I, 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 but I wouldn't... But the family that know me, the, the older ones... They know that I can get there. But the young ones think I'm the sweetest motherfucker ever. I would never. And I'd be like, mm-mm. You know, I don't, because we don't need to go there because I'm going to treat y'all with respect. I'm going to treat everybody with respect. But that's something that I look for this family. And for the holidays, I, I love them. You know, we have the good stuff. The bad stuff, I overlook so much. I, I Sometimes I forget. And shout out to my uncle, Rob. He said it before, and I know somebody said it on, I, th- I saw TikTok, just time doesn't excuse, make excuses for things and all that. Does time heal wounds, whatever the case may be. I think apology is always necessary and a clear communication to have that. Because that's the pillars of everything, cultures, respect, communication, consistency. Even myself, when I'm mad at some people or something, 
sometimes it takes time for me just to <sighs> okay I thought about it you know you know my emotions are not as high as they were let's have this conversation or I can apologize about this this is the time for us to have that but I believe we live in a world of petty I live it in a world I, I think we live in a world that we, I have to get my lick back we do, and I I think that we kind of need to stop saying that time heals wounds because time don't heal wounds. Time don't do shit except keep time. What what heals wounds is introspective clarity. That's what heals wounds. Uh, well, it's not respect. even always communication. Uh, communication. It's, it's, it's going it's going within because I have many. My mother pushed me off a bridge twice. My aunt almost beat me within inches of my life. I've had a lot of experiences with people and no closure. Nobody has apologized for anything. Nobody has tried to communicate with me about anything. So when you have moments like that, what do you do? The only thing you can do is go within. Because you're not going to get what it is you're looking for. Agreed. And time ain't going to take care of that. What's going to take care of that is me saying, I didn't deserve that. They didn't honor me as a person the way that they should have. But there isn't anything broken in me that made that behavior okay. That had nothing to do with me. It was all about them. And so that's me going within myself and determining that I am actually okay because you get caught in the loop and you need somebody to explain it to you because you're thinking, what is wrong with me? What did I do to deserve that? But the moment you realize it had nothing to do with you in the first place, then you can release them. And I had to learn that because nobody in my life was able to rectify the shit that they did to me. And because of that, I had to figure out a way to move forward in my path and my journey of life where I would have remained stuck and time wasn't fixing that shit. That's just my personal perspective. You absolutely and thank you for sharing that perspective because it's absolutely valid it is that, definitely valid there's some extreme experiences as well like, i want to be clear about that yeah <laughs> like but go ahead Vic. yeah those are some extreme experiences but sometimes i will say accountability because sometimes family members don't always want to take accountability for their actions they're so keen on oh why is he not coming around why is he not doing this or why is he not doing that well do you remember when you told when when some people when an uncle of mine told me hey if it was up to me you'd be out of here oh but i'm like and this is me when i'm still trying to figure out what the hell i'm doing with life after you know graduate from college and they're like and then there's some other family members who can say offensive things but nobody wants to take accountability, but yet they want to blow my mom's phone up like, oh, how's Victor doing? What's Victor doing? They always want to ask 50 million things about me, but they never want to take that accountability or say, I'm sorry, or I did this. And it's just, and also I look at it for my mental health and it's like, I'm doing better without you. So I'm also looking at the standpoint of, I really don't get no benefit. I really don't feel the love. I feel like y'all just trying to attack me for something. So sometimes though, if I come off as anti-family, it's like, look, my family ain't like y'all, ain't all loving like y'all family is. Or So I would definitely say that family members, you need to take accountability because 
you never know what, what what somebody's going through and what you can do to that person to make that person just not want to deal with the family. And, and I, everything y'all saying is not only valid, but it's, well, it's, it is valid. It's real. It's authentic. And that's why I, that's why I have people come on and talk about the experience personally. Um, because I, I talk about the experience so with my mother, you know, um, one thing I say about my mother is she, before she passed, she had the opportunity to apologize to everybody she may have done wrong, you know? Um, and I tell my family, like, I remember how y'all, I remember how y'all treated my mother, you know? It's nothing, even though y'all helped me, y'all, they love the mess out of me, you know? They love them some Brandon, okay? But <laughs> it's just like, but I remember, I remember this as a kid. And I look at how I have a relationship with my brother, all right? One of my brothers. I have several brothers. Um, but if if y'all in part of the family, y'all know what brother I'm talking about. Y'all know I'm not, don't have the best relationship with him. And he may go around and say, family don't support him. He may say, oh, we don't do this. We don't do that. That's an absolute lie. He's the one not taking responsibility for certain things. And the reason why it hurts me, because I look at if it wasn't for certain people, if it wasn't for my family in total, I don't know where I'll be, you know? And maybe it's because like what, you know, Bella kind of mentioned, alluded to, like I may be that PC. I am trying to bring everybody together in my family as much as possible. Even the ones that we don't have to agree with all the time. I, I think I look at my family as the whole black culture. How in the world I'm gonna bring all black people together? If, we, if I can't bring my own family together, you know? Cause we all different. We all have our different perspectives. And I long as again, I absolutely agree. If I if we if we hurt somebody, it's a easy to be sincere and mean and look and try to rationalize and get to know their feelings and mindset and where they come from and apologize. You know, it's so easy to say, Hey, I see your point of view and I apologize how that you know how I made you feel. If those are not my intentions. And even if those were my intentions at this time, once again. I'm sincere. Apologize for me coming off hurt. People haven't received that, and some people don't know even how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I think, I think with the, especially with the older generation, um, I think part of it, like my mother, for instance, she, her childhood was traumatic, like severely mm. traumatic, um, and I think sometimes people are like, "Well, I survived it." Yeah. I, I survived it. It isn't, and it, I don't think all the time, and this is not, you know, this isn't the rule, but I don't think that all the time it's that um, people just don't feel bad for what they did. I think they just think I survived it. And because I survived it, you can survive it too. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with just a generate generations of trauma is being passed down and passed down and passed down and no one ever really being the person that steps in and breaks the cycle and creates a better way of dealing with those traumas i am that person in my family that didn't exist before me now that doesn't mean that you know i excuse my mother's behavior but, but it definitely means that i give her a level of understanding that she might not have been afforded had I not were I not the cycle breaker, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. Absolutely does. And once again, man, I appreciate y'all for 
you know, dropping these gems and these big comments again. This will be out, and this is something people need to hear. And that's why I love how because everything that come out of my mouth is not correct. That's the main thing with everything culture. This is not a podcast of me talking just to talk. This is me getting to know people. And I, you know, I really hope to have more people on here to have some of the similar or some experience that we never felt before. I really want to have an indigenous person come on and talk about what does this day mean to them? You know, do they look at this as a day of, you know, celebration? I look at this day as like, hey, chill out, man. This ain't for us. But I mean, you got time. I think you should put that call out on TikTok. See what you get back. Yeah, I will. I have before. Once again, I got to go all the way back. I've made, but this I ain't made it on the platform where I'm at with the amount of people I have. But I've always, since day one, it's been my main thing is getting to know people. And you know, we still got more of this, but this is the finale of season three. And once again, I believe season three needed to close because season three been crazy. Season four is going to be a lot more direct. You know, the conversations that we intend to have is going to be hopefully, how do I say? Once again, one is diverse, one engaging, and two, informative. We want to have fun, but I really want to talk about child welfare. I really want to get into that whole spectrum. I really want to get people to understand what it's like being a caseworker, what it's like being a kid coming from care, what it's like being a caregiver, what is it like being a parent, what is it like being an attorney, a judge. I want to have that perspective. I want to have a conversation to talk about people on um, body dysmorphia, body modification, you know, loving you, loving the way you are, loving the changes, no matter what, no matter what, how does society look at what we call beauty? You know, these these are the things I want to discuss on season four. I'm talking about substance abuse in detail. You know, what is like being that person that when you reach that feel, what does it make you feel like? What what is like being a family member that has someone that's substance abuse? What is like being the substance abuser? What is like being an addict? What is the the things that you've lost or the things that you may have gained throughout your process? I'm gonna talk about gaming. You know, coming up, you know, what is like growing up in the era of, you know, I remember, you know, when Nintendo and, you know, Super Mario and Sonic was just coming out into what gaming is now where you can get paid. I remember as being a little kid, I would love to get paid playing video games. I be playing, but I ain't good at video games like I used to as a kid. I ain't I done lost some of them, them skills, you know, people be on a whole different level. What is, and, and it's just these certain cultures that we hold on and hold dear and these behaviors that we may don't know anything about or we may hold collective together so that's what season four is going to be about so i'm always looking forward to hearing more from my people from y'all the community because we can't do this without i can't do this without y'all so i want to take you know time to say thank y'all so much for even coming through thank y'all so much for listening thank you for our tuning uh, oh my god website will be updated with some new things and new merchandise too but you know going into this holiday season it's going to be you know more every year is going to be different every year so with this year right here i want to make sure just like hey hearing the, my community hearing how they feel hearing their thoughts hearing their perspectives because i take that to heart so before we hop off you know a few minutes i want to make sure everyone have an opportunity to shout themselves out, you know, 
where can we find y'all where can we listen to y'all where can we just you know creep and you know look at y'all stuff on ig or facebook or your idea tiktoks so what's the best way for us to communicate with y'all where can we find y'all well uh, i'm on tiktok as t cam samira um and where else am i um my business vegan soul sisters you can find me on facebook I have a business page and uh, a group, which is for women of color only. Um, I'm also on Instagram under Vegan Soul Sisters, Twitter, Vegan Soul Sisters. Um, And I have a few podcasts on Spotify under Manifest Healing Now. That's it. We started. I did not know you had podcasts. This is new. I did. I told you. I, I was potting for a while and then I stopped. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's try to rev that back up for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you can find me, though. Okay. Okay. I know Bella, she's still on the conversation. But, Victor, where can we find you? All right, uh, you can find me at Look at Talk Podcast. That's on Instagram. And if you want the podcast, it's Look at Talk Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube as well. Now, if you want the man behind Look at Talk on uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's Real V Jones. I fall back on everything. Go ahead and tap in with me because I love to have this conversation again on Look at Talk. I love to have everybody on Look at Talk. Drake, that um, that day is coming soon, so I'm being very in touch with you. Hey, man, I just realized you're the only one on here that haven't had the makings of you, so we got to set that up soon. So, oh, let me, well, let me know when you're about to do um season four, so you let me know. Oh, the makings of you is is all throughout. You know, that's my thing. We can do oh. that anytime. That, that's something to keep people going between seasons. So really, the work never stops. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. It never stops, but so like with the seasons i look the seasons this is an episode this is a panel of people but the makings of you so it'd be the makings of victor it'd be an episode with just you just you and i having a conversation about you mm-hmm. so that's what we do okay. okay and let me see if i can get bella's attention i don't know if she can hear me i know she's on the phone but you can find her at bella i think it's the guy let me make sure i can google it so i can find her so I know she's on Twitter. Oh, you can find Bella the God on YouTube. Um, she got a pot. She got a. She does a vlog on YouTube. Life, lust, and lies. Make sure to check her out there. Um, great content. She talk about dating. Um, she once again, if y'all heard it at the beginning, that I probably go cut all this out in the episode. But she talks about. You know, when the pandemic started and how some dude tried to holler at her and he gave her some copy and paste type of script. And she talks about her love life. She talks about the relationship she has with these gentlemen, how dudes be coming up with pen and they uh, cabinets and stuff like that drunk. Yeah, it's some wild stuff, but it's some real stuff too. Once again, that is her. She is a very open book of a personality, but a good hearted person um been chopping it up with her with the social media life for some time but great you know once again great creator great mother um throw spirit she out of that um prince george if y'all want to know more about her listen to the makings of bella um bella god season two 
she was my season two on uh, the finale and yeah you know that's the best way to follow but hey once again this is your host mr d713 you can find everything culture on any where you listen to a podcast you can listen to us on youtube and you can watch us on youtube as well at everything culture and you can find us at our website at www.everythingculture.com go to uh youtube bella the guy watch my series it's a whole show it's fun it's entertaining if you need some background noise but i edit it very well so it's like lots of graphics in there i know you just gave me a shout out but i'm sorry you know i was gonna no, go watch my go watch my show season two is up oh and Bye. i asked and once again bella and tamara how can everything culture support y'all you honestly do it. You give me um, shout outs and all that good stuff. And you always, you always be like, my girl, Bella, you know, you retweet everything. And that's all I ask for. You know what I'm saying? Just share it. That's all you can do is just share it. Cause one day it's going to end up in the right hands. I like that. Well, for me, um, it's the holiday time. I'm trying to sell some merchandise. So like if you can push geek and post this just a little bit, I got some cute shirts for ladies. You don't have to be vegan. Like, there, it. Oh, I took my shirt off. But it's cute. I got some cute shirts. Because, see, I came to TikTok during the pandemic. I came to TikTok at the start of the pandemic because I was losing my mind, quite honestly. And I needed something to do to have fun. Um, Vegan Soul Sisters has a much larger presence on Facebook. My group has 50,000 women of color in it. Um, my business page has over 35,000 followers. So that's where a lot of my stuff is. I haven't necessarily put in the work to transfer that to TikTok yet. I do have a Vegan Soul Sisters page on TikTok, but I don't post a lot. So, um, but my the link to my website is on my personal page, vegansoulsisters.com. I'm gonna shout at y'all before on the thing. So I'm can I join the group? Kind of like I'm big on people having their like let me know. You send me how I can support you and we will support you. Oh I know it's only you black, can, you say black women. I ain't trying to disturb y'all. Yes. Peace. So yeah, so you can't do that. But I do have another group. It's called Vegan Soul Sisters and the Brothers Who Love Them. Okay, you I'm liking y'all. I see your page. I'm liking your you, page. You can right follow now. my business page. And you can you can um, you can join Vegan Soul Sisters and the Brothers Who Love Them. That's my group too. Okay, and I'm a sure I, can, I can share the page. I don't have to be a part of the group. I ain't trying to be in y'all stuff. I ain't trying to be in y'all stuff. Okay, but, good because we don't want it. Yeah, see, respect. You know, safe well, spaces for us all. Okay. Yeah, and also like I said, once again, going back to how you can support, just share our stuff what you do as well on Look and Talk. Um, just share Look and Talk, help push it. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going in, we in season four, and look, look, I'm trying to get more people on. So you know, so we just gotta keep pushing it. Hey, that's what it takes, man. If we don't have each other, who we got? Um, yeah, feel free to reach out to me. Yeah, see, I love it. And once again, if y'all got crazy relationship situations, hit up Bella. That that'd be the right person to hit up. Okay. Um, oh, I got a good one. We know. I mean, see, like I said, me and Bella gonna have to come because I could probably send some of my episodes <laughs> that we done talked about these relationship things. So we gotta make it happen. I just be happy. But okay, and once again, new merchandise coming out soon for everything culture. Uh, make sure to check out the website and yo, make sure to hey, pre-orders are the biggest way to help. Pre-orders because man, it is work. 
Uh, everything I do is black owned and we push. And hey, I appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And understand the mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is, he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other. And they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, I have miscommunication. So the goal of everything culture is to have a platform built off respect, communication, and consistency so we get to know each other and love one another. See you all later. And God bless. <music>